Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Art of Noticing. I'm your host, best-selling author Johnny B. Truant, and I'm here to help you give the muse the finger and make life your muse instead. In each 10-minute episode, I'll tell you how I spun something mundane into inspiration and show you how to do the same. If you've ever wondered how to write better, how to be creative, how to get more ideas, you're in the right place. Let's start noticing. I'm a really big Stephen King fan. I've been reading King for quite a while, and I am also a creature of habit, which means that I tend to go back and reread things that I've already read before because that's just, it's comfortable and it's fun. So I get to have King and I get to have King again. So this is all to say that recently I've been going back and rereading some early Stephen King books that I had read before, but also some that I hadn't read before. So for instance, I'm reading Firestarter right now. I don't think I've read Firestarter before. I've certainly seen the George C. Scott, um, Drew Barrymore movie, but I haven't and I haven't seen the new movie, and I, but I don't think I've read the book. And what I noticed specifically, and I noticed this in Cujo as well, because I know The Shining so well. The Shining is, I think, literally, I would say that's my favorite book for sure. That's my favorite book. So I've read The Shining many, many times. I've probably read it a dozen, 15 times, something like that. And so I know it pretty darn well. And in addition to knowing the macro story pretty well, I know the nuances pretty well. And just as a side note, I actually know the nuances of my specific book. There's a gag in, it's not really a gag, but it's it's something that's mentioned in my book, Fat Vampire. If you've read that, there's Reginald is speed reading something. And the, the point of the scene is to indicate various little things that he noticed while, while reading a book in like, you know, a few seconds. And he mentions something about, there's a line that says, was he a college graduate and ends in a period rather than a question mark? And then he knows too that that question mark was changed. That's unique to my book. So this is the level of kind of language familiarity, plus the fact that I am somebody who works with language. And so I tend to be reasonably aware of that sort of thing. And so when I was reading these newer books, I'm noticing echoes of the language from books that I've already seen and, and read before. And I thought that that was really interesting. It was definitely worthy of an art of noticing. So for instance, there's a line in Cujo that says, uh, this is the end of a sentence, and it says, and it was amazing, wasn't it, how bad you could hurt when there was nothing physically wrong. That's from Cujo. Now there's a similar line in The Shining, which I don't have in front of me, but it's very similar. It's when Wendy is reflecting back on Jack's alcoholism in the early days, and she says something about, when I say says, it's inside her head. And she thinks something about amazing how uh, much pain there could be in a marriage where there was nothing physically wrong. Very, very similar. And um, there, there's a thing, I think in both cases, this is somebody in their internal narrative and uh, they would say, dig on it a while. And that's like, he was using that like, um, how would that be used? It would be like, uh, uh, Hey, yeah, this cool thing's happening. Hey, you know, change in the world, blah, blah, blah. Dig on it a while. And and that is, um, I know in The Shining, it's when Dick Halloran like throws gas on the hedge uh, lions and burns them. If you've read the, the version of The Shining, he says, hey, gas, baby, dig on it a while. And there's, again, a reflection of that in one of these other books. And then there were two more that I noticed. And one was 
Um, King will refer to a door giving on something. He'll say the door that gave on the hall, the door that gave on the outside. So that means that the door opens into it, but he'll say it, it gives on it. Now that might be a local expression. These things are all possibly like he's from Maine. Maybe that's something they say, like I know they say door yard up there, but I don't think that these are individual little um, expressions that are uh, local or at least not entirely. They're meant to be things that he, expressions that he is using or metaphors that he is reusing. And the last one is, um, I know that again in The Shining, I guess all my examples are The Shining, uh, Danny is nervous and King says that he was wearing a um, close-fitting singlet of sweat between his skin and his whatever he's wearing because he's afraid and he's like sweating. And that is um, also in Firestarter where somebody is referred to as wearing a singlet of sweat as a metaphor for being nervous or being, you know, like sweating from nerves. So noticing those individual eccentricities made me think of the things that I use repeatedly and that I have sometimes pulled myself back from and said, you know, that's not, man, I've used that expression a lot. And and I remember early on, there was a time when a friend of mine had read, I think it was the beam that he read. And he said something like, I used the same word uh, chapters apart. I mean, I think it was just a word, but it was a unique enough word that it registered in his head. And so he was like, well, you use that word a lot. Like he, whatever he said, it implied that I used it a lot. I think I'd used it twice and I used it chapters apart, but it was a unique enough word that it, that it rang to him in a way that it, he remembered it. And so doing this balancing act where I'm trying to be eloquent and in the flow and describing things, but I'm also trying not to evoke that reaction that like, man, this guy always says the same thing, much like King, man, he's always talking about, you know, singlets of sweat and digging on it a while. And the more I thought about it, I kind of went, well, you know what? Screw it. Because number one, when you use as many words as you do, I mean, I, I used to say I write 1.5 million words a year. It's definitely slowed down. But if you do the math, like I've written, I don't know, somewhere between 10 and 15 million words, a few of them are going to be the same. Like I'm going to, you just can't avoid that. And so King is prolific. He's actually not that prolific, but He's going to reuse some of the same metaphors, some of the same ways of doing things, and that's okay. That's, I think, what the the lesson here for me is that it is not about repetition and not knowing what to say. It is about the fingerprint. It is about unique artists' style. And that would apply to any artist. It would apply to musicians who tend to use the same chord regressions or the same like picking techniques on a guitar. Um, I was listening to a musician the other day, and he had he started playing the wrong song. It was a finger style on an acoustic guitar. And he said, oops, wrong song. And he goes, oh, it's really similar though. And then he proceeded to play the right one, which was again, very similar. And that's just how it is. That is just part of the style of that individual creator. Rather than saying that's something to avoid, it's something to lean into. There's a story where Stephen King wanted to see if he could do it again after he was famous. And so he launched the Richard Bachman pen name. This was decades ago. And it didn't stick in part because people recognized, fans recognized King's writing, even though it had another name on it. They were like, I can tell this is King because he sounds like King. Now, I think that's a good thing because you want to stand out. The only way as a creator that you can, that you really have any chance today is to not 
try to outperform on the basis of volume or clever marketing. I mean, you, you need some of those things, but it's the one thing that people can't duplicate is, is you, especially in the area of AI, they can't duplicate you. And if they can, it's a pale imitation. So lean into those, your, your unique voice, you know, Hemingway wrote very short sentences and he never stopped being terse. Picasso did everything in, you know, his blue period for a while and Spielberg movies, they always have wonder in them. And so, you know, do you tell Spielberg will stop making movies about wonder or do you say, no, that's his individual fingerprint. Anything that repeats and is predictable in a way is also familiar. And that's good too. Outside of the individual fingerprint of the creator, it's good to be unique, or I'm sorry, it's good to be familiar sometimes because people really like the familiar. Like if you hear, you know, a song with repeating lyrics, like the repetition is not bad, but remember to, to not, not you, you do have to branch out, but you can branch out within your own individual fingerprint. It's, you do want to reinvent, but not reinvent entirely. I guess this is all about walking the line. Like the balance is key. Understanding that it's okay to retread some of the same ground but I would avoid telling the same exact story over and over again. You can tell the same feel, the same tone, the same uh, morals. You know, Stephen King's books are a lot of times about fathers and sons. You can do that sort of thing, but just don't repeat yourself. It's a very fine line to walk, but don't ignore what makes you unique either. All right, that's it for today. If you'd like more, there's a full article about every episode on my website at johnnybtruant.com, as well as show notes and transcripts. If you find value in what I do, please consider becoming a member of the site. Just click on membership at the top. Members get extra weekly episodes of the podcast, extra companion articles, my current in-progress book, if you're into that sort of thing, and more, all for just a few bucks a month. It's basically like buying me a cup of coffee. If membership isn't for you, please show your support by subscribing, sharing, reviewing, all that good stuff. It really does make a difference. Thanks for listening and stay curious.